you guessed it, Pressure Points. With your two rough-and-tumble hosts, I'm D. This is AJ. We're coming at you with Season 2, Season Finale, Episode 22, Naughty Nappers. Find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Pressure. Let's get going. All right, so I have one question to start off with. Yeah, what's up? Am I rough? And or I'm are tumble. you tumble? I'm tumble. Perfect. Dibs on being tumble. <laughs> you deserve it. Deal with it. Your body shape <laughs> says you're a tumble. <laughs> I'm more round, not so much pear-shaped. Yeah, that's fair. Spherical is what I prefer. It still, it still rolls. It still tumbles. <laughs> it still rolls. <laughs> oh, God. Well, how you been, man? It's oh, been a week. Yeah, it has been a <laughs> it's week. It's been a week. That's for sure. Like... Oh, I just before we started this, a little alert popped up on my phone saying that there was an Amazon warehouse in LA that is on fire. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So I'm just oh, oh, welcome trip. to the apocalypse. Uh, Everybody's seemed to have forgotten that the coronavirus exists, and I just bought two hundred dollars, or not two hundred dollars, two hundred rounds for my AR-15. Totally unrelated. <laughs> I just found a really good deal. <laughs> oh God! Oh well. Yes, I have an AR-15. And after everything collapses, after everything collapses, you can find me at AJ's house. <laughs> he's my protector. I may be tumble, but he's rough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, you been up to anything fun? You know, I haven't done a fucking thing. And this really hasn't changed in the last, like, three months, yeah, essentially. It sounds like the same conversation yeah. we've had every episode <laughs> for the say, past three months. I haven't done anything, like, nothing productive. I think the other day I sat down, I was like, how many video games have I beaten? During quarantine, and what it was, was it? Six, it was seven. It was eleven. Eleven, and you <laughs> yeah. did two of them yet last night. You were telling <laughs> yeah. me about I eleven. Haven't done anything? Yeah, it's oh been impressive. God. I have I have impressed myself with the lack of like shit I've gotten myself up to. Name them off. I want to know what these eleven are. I know the last oh, two. Jesus, I just forgot what they were called. But yeah, there was Outlast, We Happy Few. Um, Mutant Year Zero. I don't know what that is. It's I'm not gonna get into it. Okay. Uh, I beat both Telltale uh, Batman games. Do you count those as separate or one? Mm, I don't count Telltale separate. games as games. What? I count them as an animated manga. <laughs> well, that's fair. Well, I beat them. Okay. Um, and then, fuck, I don't. You, I know you've done, but those were those were like two months ago. Yeah, they're a bunch. You're getting back. They're a bunch of them. Yeah. All the games I play are. They just go on forever. <laughs> like, just, you can't win them. Except not, for Wolfenstein. It's not Minecraft, but it's basically Minecraft. You guys, when I play <laughs> Wolfenstein, I really feel bad about when I have to kill the Nazis. Did you play the new one? Uh, What was it called? The New Order? No, I don't know. It's The like, one in it's America? Two dumb Daughters or something. Oh, oh, that, that one. garbage. No, I saw people play it, and I was just like, eh. I started it with my roommate. And we were like, yeah, this isn't too bad. And then we got into where I don't even remember how far we got. We played for like two, three hours. And both of us kind of turned and were like, this is fucking stupid. We're like, yeah, let's Was it just like repetitive? Nothing new about it? or It was just weird. Like it didn't feel like it really had a good story. Oh, that's what I love about the Wolfenstein games is that at least the modern ones, the reboots of them are 
the story is so great. What's better than Nazis winning World War II? That's my favorite thing. I'm all about that. I feel oh. really bad when I kill those Nazis and take those Jews out of that concentration camp. And I love it I when, oh, so I was much. just going to spoil a big part of it. But I love it when the Nazis win. Hold on. Do not take that out of context. Yeah, this is going to be There's taken a loop. out of context. Oh, God. We should just start this episode over. Yeah, honestly. can we just restart? Yeah, let's just reset. <laughs> we should not talk about Wolfenstein. I love or, Wolfenstein. Or AJ's play... favorite, like, alternate universe. Did, did you play the one... I can't remember what it was called, but it was one of the smaller games where you actually go to Castle Wolfenstein no. and there are zombies. It's it's like the in-between. I think it was like yeah. one and a half. It was kind of a prequel to the games. It was really good. I mean, it, it, was, it was basically just the same assets from the previous game reused but put into – yeah, you go to Castle Wolfenstein and there's like this small village in Scandinavia somewhere. I don't know. And ancient curses and zombies huh. and – kind of sci-fi but at the same time old school like folklore yeah see and that's oh, what i, so I liked the first one the second one that was like oh it's in the future or it was like no it was 20 years after it was in like the 60s and yeah the second one i gotta think about this so the first one was during world war ii well yeah it's and then the second one is after they win 20 years in the future they get back together and they have their little resistance for 30 years it was like in the 70s I gotta, I gotta think about this. So the first one, this is gonna be the whole podcast, by the way, folks. Oh, God. So the first one was now, now that the boomers aren't listening, rise yeah. up, <laughs> rise up, take the power back. No, it wasn't wasn't the first one. You fail taking the castle, you get knocked out, and then you're you're a vegetable mm-hmm. for yeah. a while, for like five or ten years or something. I think it's, it's more a, than that. I it's, don't. Know. It's more than that because it's like it's the whole. I want to say it's late 60s or 70s is the second one. I thought it was 60s based on the... I mean, maybe. Late 50s or mid 60s. certainly like late 60s. Yeah. And then you... I, I swear it's like 10 years. And then you come back to term, you know, come back to it. Yeah. And then you end up completing the mission from the beginning of the game. Yeah. And then you die because they didn't think, they didn't know if the game would actually sell. Yeah, and then you come back like and you're on the sub. Is the second game the sub? No, 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 no. That's the sub one is the third one where you're in America. Yeah, yeah. The one before that, you're in Europe and you have to rescue the super genius Jewish dude. No, you are. You rescue him in the second one or the one that I played. I think. Yeah, I'm talking about the second second. one. Yeah. Yeah, So the the second second one one. is the one I'm talking about where like I didn't like it because it's set like 10, 20 years in the future or whatever. That's the second no, it's one. And then I think the third, the think the third is a... It's right. right after the first one. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And then the third one's the one in America. I don't know why we're debating the timeline for no, this. No, no, I like this. This is not this. our this fucking is, podcast. Is, it's filler. Uh, but I didn't like it. I liked the first one. I enjoyed how they had the first one set up. And then they're like, oh, by the way, uh, in the 70s, like, everything, like, we have fucking almost flying cars. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Like... It just what? I didn't. No, dig no, it. you're you're missing out. You're missing out on <laughs> on the media that came out during like the fifties. Was oh, in ten, twenty years, we're gonna have these flying cars. Well, yeah, and it, it kind of based off of that information that there was going to be that that level of technology, and that's the one that you go to the well, no, you go to the moon on the first one. The second one, you go to Venus. Yeah, right? yeah. Or is that the third one? I don't know. It doesn't a, matter. Oh, whatever. Because it's one of them. my debate. My answer is. All three of them were great. <laughs> oh, I I only like the first. I haven't even beat that's the just, last one that's yet. Just me. The one in America with that mad black woman and the conspiracy theorist. 
Yeah. I haven't I beat that one yet. One that I played. Where Manhattan's all yeah. nuked out. That one's super cool. But I haven't beat that one yet, so no spoilers. No, you're good. I'm not... <laughs> I barely remembered it. Like, oh. I played both of those over the course of, like, three days, I think. I remember when you actually get to meet Hitler and he's, like, a geriatric old fuck. Yeah, and, and that was, was the best. to get you to, like, act. That was the best one. He was like, oh, we're trying to do a... A movie about your yeah. character. They were trying to cast your yeah. character. You as your character, yeah. I think. And yeah. then you kill everybody. Oh. Except for Adolf. Yeah. Like you, if you do, you get killed. Well, of course he triumphed overall. Of course he would push out propaganda. Like, <laughs> Beautiful. Just so you know, oh, when God. he came out and started throwing up and like. <laughs> He's just was, a fucking drunk. Yeah. And just a, just like demented drunk. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, now that we've discussed video now games. Now that we spent like 10 minutes talking 10 about minutes. video games. Let's uh, talk about not video games. Yeah, let's talk about literally the opposite. Uh, none. So I want everybody to sit back again real oh, quick. We're going to do another one of these. Close your eyeballs. Yep. Let's, let's get into it. We're going to go ASMR. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But <clears throat> so imagine you're at a CVS. You're just getting regular groceries for the day, whatever. And, uh, as you're leaving, hold on, pause real no, quick. Not a wall. You buy groceries at CVS. I'm not saying this is just Roll with me Okay, here. okay, sorry. Yeah, you're supposed to be imagining. I tell the story. Okay, but shit. I would never imagine myself in such a shitty okay. overpriced well, regardless, location. this is Georgia. Okay. You live in Georgia. Oh, okay, there, there we go. go. Makes sense. So, uh, you go into CVS, you buy whatever it is that you buy at CVS. And stool softener. Stool softener at CVS. You come out, hop into your truck, and you got a big old truck. You start it up. And like it takes right, two or three turns oh, to get it yeah, started. Right, okay. it's Georgia, man. Like I'm just making this realistic. Uh, so, as soon as you get it started, two guys jump in. They hop into your truck, and they pull out their guns. Not not penises. Oh, they pull out their guns and they say, "Drive to this motel." You're nervous. You're like, "Oh God, I'm being fucking kidnapped." Whatever. So <laughs> whatever you fine. drive, you drive to this motel. They take you into a room. They rob you in the room, and they take your phone. So later on, you call the police, and you find your phone at a Walmart parking lot. This gets really specific. Whatever. That's your okay. Dream. That's a very specific. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened to Chris Keys um, in Macon, Georgia. Can I open my eyes? Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. This is the end. That was the end. I oh, said it was great the story. End. All right. Yeah. Make sure to like and subscribe. (laughs) We'll see you next uh, in a month or whatever. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week. That was our season finale. This bit is always funny, even though we do it every episode. (laughs) Every fucking time. (laughs) Uh, So, Chris Keyes was a Baptist pastor, and he was a teacher at a private Christian school in Macon, Georgia. And he had called the police, and he said, hey, these guys abducted me. They took my $70. I'm at this motel. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, no, 70 bucks. So much money. Actually, Georgia that money, money, that's a lot of fucking money. That's yeah. like three months worth of rent. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. That's at least God. seven prostitutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so he tells them, hey, they took my $70, and he's at this Regency Inn and Suites, which is like the nice of the motels. Ooh, that you is a nice You can tell based motel. on the name, the Regency Inn and Suites. Ooh. So WMAZ had found this Facebook post about him. Uh, and they were kind of looking into it because they were like, oh, well, this is 
seems like a pretty big story. Somebody else had been kidnapped earlier, whatever. Ooh, maybe linking them yeah, together. exactly. Uh, people were kind of linking the two crimes. Like, oh, two black guys jump in to your car. They take these people at gunpoint, and they go rob them elsewhere, not at this place. So WMAZ looks it up, and they called the uh, they called the police department. They're like, hey, what about this Chris Keys guy? And so he was at the motel uh, when there was a knock at the door, and uh, two men with masks jump in and rob him at gunpoint, like I said. Uh, this is what, like, was listed on the uh, – police report so he was already in the motel the two men jump in and rob him at gunpoint and they both leave take his phone his truck whatever so he calls the cops however the biggest thing that changes is that the reason chris was at the motel is uh you were actually right along the the right <laughs> lines with uh ten dollars per prostitute but he was responding to a craigslist ad and uh, he told police that he was kidnapped. Well, he told police that he was going to tell his family that he was kidnapped so that he can keep up appearances. Uh, and he goes, yeah, like, I like to play around, but I'm married to a woman. Like, I'm married to a lady. So he had responded to this Craigslist ad, went to the hotel, got robbed by the guys that he thought were going to come here and have sex with him. He was going to pay him $70. Oh, sorry. I thought that was the conspiracy. <laughs> He's really yeah. gay. <laughs> He's a gay pastor. Uh, so, yeah, he comes up with this elaborate story about going to CVS, getting kidnapped, just so that he doesn't have to tell his father and his wife that, like, he fools around with dudes. Plus, I mean, it's Georgia. when you work with, like, when you work at a private school, you can't be paying for prostitutes well i mean i guess you can't be paying for prostitutes in any situation but that's even like that's a little worse you're you're teaching and you're doing that but uh two days later they arrested him for solicitation of sodomy that's a it's illegal (laughs) it's illegal to solicitate sodomy uh yeah in georgia what if it's what if you're not paying for it what if i mean if you're not paying for it then i guess you're good but. I guess I don't understand the legal term of solicitation. So he was, like, well, yeah, he was paying. He was paying. Her. Yeah, it's basically saying, hey, he was, like, but does it does the fact that it's sodomy, yeah. make it anal worse? Asked, asked a dick. I guess does the it, best way does, to put it. Does does that make it worse than just hiring a regular as prostitute? As far as I know, in Georgia, let's say yes. Yeah, we're gonna go with yes in Georgia because the fact that they charged him with solicit solicitation of sodomy, not just like soliciting sex. Yeah. I so, like yeah. that. That's a that's a legal <laughs> legal term in Georgia. Go oh, Georgia. I'm so glad I, don't I told live in you Georgia. that. Like I told you that seventy dollars would pay your rent. Like they're way behind the times, man. Um, yeah, we would get beat. <laughs> <laughs> you get your dick beat off, honestly. Yeah, you and I would be locked in this room that now has a lock to keep my fiance <laughs> out. I don't know why the fuck you beat. got a lock for. It was I'm free. so confused. It was free. They're yeah. like, hey, here's this. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'll put it on the one room in my house that probably doesn't need a lock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fair. But, uh, yeah, so good old Chris Keys, man. I love that. Lied I about love... a kidnapping so that he could keep his secret. Why yeah. wouldn't you just say, I was, like, walking down the street past this motel <laughs> and some people robbed me? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, like, 
I'd imagine when his wife or his dad ask about it, they're like, oh, I need the details. Like, so he concocts Is that your Georgian accent? It's just my angry dad. Oh, okay. Ro- like, uh, son got robbed. You're accent. used to that. Yeah. 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 You've that's heard what, that That's what my so dad often. sounds like when he's angry at me. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Which is all the time. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> Ooh, the lights just flickered again. We're going to lose power. Ooh, if we, if this just goes silent and it's just silent for an hour, just listen to it for the full hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like the one rain, one time that we get rain this year, the whole, whole state takes a shit mm-hmm. and everybody loses power. Gotta love this place. Beautiful. So, story number two. Okay, here we go. Now, this is into the... Meaty potato, meat and potatoes. Not this is a good potatoes. one. Uh, this is a good one. I've been it's looking a, forward to it. It's got a ransom note and everything. So uh, spoilers. Yeah, sorry. No, Ugh. I mean I'm not sorry. It's a kidnapping. What do you expect? <laughs> we didn't know that. <laughs> so, in 1874 in Philadelphia. Now, AJ already got after me and was like, "This isn't the first kidnapping. It's the first documented kidnapping from what I saw on USHistory.com." Thank you very much. Which I call them a reputable source. Are they? I have no idea. They're not a .gov or a .edu. They're no Wikipedia. That's true. <laughs> Wikipedia.edu. Yeah, right. Why don't they have that? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they did. That, yeah, me Somebody's either. got it. Somebody's got it. Uh, so, four-year-old Charlie and six-year-old Walter are playing out in front of... Now, this is where I'm like, fuck these guys. So, these two little kids are playing out in front of the family mansion in Philadelphia. Oh, the manor. They're playing in front of the manor. Ooh, my toe just touched your toe. Yeah, that was cute. That was romantic. And I just moved my foot back. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> oh, that last, that last story really got to oh, us. Oh, yeah. We're bonding. <laughs> so, uh, they're playing outside, and... This guy rolls up in his buggy. <laughs> I know. It's, okay. it's phenomenal. Okay. Just like it gets so much better as it goes. You're I like that you're using the, the, the proper terms. Yeah. So he rolls up in his buggy and he gives these two kids candy, which he had done this before. Like he would roll past the house and say, hey, Charlie and uh, Walter, come up, get some candy. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're dumb little kids. Let's I'm going to look some... something up while you're talking. <laughs> Are you looking up a buggy? No, no. I know what a buggy is. I just like I just want you to imagine a buggy with a guy handing out candy and it has free candy painted on the side and like free puppies but it's all misspelled because he's illiterate <laughs> <laughs> oh what's what's what year was this 1874 are okay. you fact checking me right no now? no no yeah you are so uh, <laughs> he rolls up and he says hey charlie walter come get some candy so they walk up he hands him candy and he says hey if you hop into my buggy with me, I can actually – we can go get some firecrackers, which, like, this guy is solid at marketing. Like, Oh, yeah. If I were going to be kidnapped as a kid, which I guess I almost was because this guy said he had, like, checkbooks or some shit. I don't remember. Wait. wait. I didn't get kidnapped. I didn't get kidnapped as okay. a kid. Remember this story. When we're done with this one, you're going to tell me about how you almost got kidnapped as a child. I can something... tell you right now. I well, mean, no, I don't want to get sidetracked. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell it after this. So uh, he tells him, hey – if you hop in, I can buy you some firecrackers. So they're like, oh, yeah, firecrackers. Because, I mean, hell, they could kidnap me right now if they said they'd buy me firecrackers. I'm down. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. So they hop in and they start riding down to Philadelphia City Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they get to this little store and this dude hands Walter 25 cents and says, go inside, 
pick out some firecrackers you want. And Charlie had been getting fussy while they were riding because he's, he's just a four-year-old. And uh, so Walter goes inside. He's looking at firecrackers. And uh, these guys just leave Walter. They're like, peace out. We didn't want the six-year-old. That kid sucks. We didn't want Walter. He has a dumb yeah, name. Screw Walter. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so I found it. I wanted to look up what candy they would have had. Oh, okay. I'm guessing, I'm going to guess that it was hard candy, that it's like hardtack candy. So they did invent a machine in the early 1800s to cut lozenges as hard candy. Ugh. And then in 1847, Oliver Chase invented a machine for, uh, oh no, that was 1847 machine for cutting lozenges and the fabled Necco wafer was born. Have you had a Necco oh, wafer? God, Those yeah. things are fucking disgusting. It's yes, like I've used chalk. the chalkboard before. Yes, exactly. <laughs> God, and then in 1864, the first chocolate-covered liquid-center cherry was invented. I'm guessing it was the Necco wafer, though. Yeah. This so, guy doesn't seem like Just so that everybody, up. like if you've never had a Necco wafer, Google it. just imagine like Smarties, but less sweet, thinner, and hard as a fucking rock. Yes. Like, but as soon as you break them, that shit is like, it's like doing the cinnamon challenge. It's ugh. so awful. Those things are fucking terrible. They're ugh, they're like the size of a quarter. Yeah, and they come in just this like huge stack. Nobody would ever eat the entire stack. I remember my grandpa would always have them, and he'd ugh. he'd give them to us, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna like, I'll use these in church on the chalkboards to draw yeah. pictures of dicks. <laughs> um, so so yeah. He's giving them Necco wafers and firecrackers. That sounds like a great day. Well, I mean, half of that sounds for, like a great day. For 1874. <laughs> yeah. For 1874, that's a the best day. So they leave Walter at this this store and get the hell out of there. Like, now, fuck this dude. Right? So uh, a few hours later, Dad, Mr. Ross. Sorry, these are, this is the Ross family. You can call him Daddy. Yeah. So Daddy, Daddy Ross. Daddy Ross shows up and uh, he's... He goes outside. He's like, oh, my kids are probably just playing at the neighbor's house. But then, like, it gets a little bit later, and he's like, where are the kids? Like, where are the kids? Which uh, I'd assume goes through every parent's mind. But in 1874 America, they're like, we'll worry about them, you know, eight hours after they first went – after they first got kidnapped. They're like, they're probably just running around the woods. So uh, he doesn't really think much of it. And then his friend is like – like, one of his friends – gets in touch with him and says, hey, uh, I just saw Charlie and Walter riding with somebody in their buggy. And he's like, what? What? So this uh, then like a little bit later, Walter is returned by a stranger because I'm, I'm sure that these are like they're famous rich kids in Philadelphia. They, everybody knows their stupid rich faces. And uh, so somebody returns Walter and they can't find Charlie. Nothing. So two days go by and – then they get a letter in the mail that is really, 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 really poorly written. <laughs> of course. And it it's basically just saying like, hey, this is a ransom letter. But it doesn't lay out how much to pay. It's like, give me money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We have your son. Give us money. <laughs> it's it's good. I, I actually have that letter. So uh, <laughs> then two days later... They get another letter that says, here's how to pay us $20,000. Oh, okay. So yeah, they, they, right? they decided. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they oh, sent, I They sh- set sh- the amount. <laughs> I sent that, but I forgot to put how much and how they are supposed to pay us. Yeah, right. So uh, this rich family, uh, Daddy Ross, decides, I'm not going to pay the 20000 My kid's for, not worth that my son. bullshit. But 
like over the rest of his life from 1874 to 1897, and I know this is a huge spoiler alert, but I don't care because I'm going to get into it. But he spent $60,000 trying to find his son. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. He could have paid 20000 just to get his kid back. So dad never pays. Daddy, Daddy Ross never pays a ransom, keeps trying to find his son. Later on that year um, in Vanderbilt, which I have no idea about where the hell Vanderbilt <laughs> is to Philadelphia, uh, another kidnapping happens, and there's another note that has, like, the same handwriting, the same shitty, illiterate, like, sentence usage. It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another note that's really similar to it, and they say, well, this must be from the guy that we, like, they find out who who wrote that one or who delivered it, and he says, oh, well, the guy that wrote it is William Mosher. And they're like, okay, well, we've got a name well, there you for go. sure. Problem was that uh, when they found out that it was William Mosher, they also found out that William Mosher died doing a bank robbery shortly between those, like, the note being delivered and between them d- discovering that that's who it was. Oh, so he was doing ransom and bank robberies. <laughs> this guy's an so, all-time So he criminal. put it in the mail and then died later that day-ish? Well, I mean, it wasn't like they discovered it the same day. They're not like, oh, my God, like, our forensics experts in 1874. That's fair. So he shipped it and then died. And then at some point he was like, I'm going to go rob a bank. Charlie's down in the cellar. I'll come back to him. Dies at the bank robbery without telling anybody where Charlie is. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, (laughs) you couldn't Google property records. Yeah, so this is exactly why over the course of, what, 23 years, Daddy Ross kept spending money because he can't find his dead son. Yeah, I'm, I, at this point, I'm assuming just, he's locked in a basement yeah, dead somewhere. And I mean, he was four years old when he was taken. So even if he's survived by eating bugs for a decade, <laughs> uh, like he's he, I don't think he's that he would get... really have a good grasp of like who the hell he was. Yeah. So uh, they never find Charlie, like to this day, never found him. And uh, there were a couple people that tried scamming Daddy Ross. They're all like, I'm your long lost son. But then, like, he spent 60K looking for his son. He's going to spend money trying to discover if you're actually his son. And there were there were a handful of them. They were all disproven. Like, oh, yeah, you're not Charlie Ross, you fucking liar. <laughs> and, uh, like, this went on. Dad died in 1897, whatever. So, the note, the ransom note that was given... I'm going to read this as verbatim as possible, but it's it's rough and hard to understand because it's so fucking bad. So, Mr. Ross, be not uneasy, you son Charlie Buster. He all writ, we as got him, and no powers on earth can deliver out of our hand. You will have to pay us before you get him from us, and pay us big cent too. If you put the cops hunting for him, you was only defeating you own end. We has got him fit, so no living power can get him from us alive. If any approach is made in his hiding place, that is the signal for his instant annihilation. I'm impressed that he spelled he annihilation. He spelled annihilation. That's yeah. impressive. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's probably it's not, in the it's Bible. Not correct, like, he probably flipped to the page. <laughs> he just, he's like, annihilation, annihilation, annihilation. Ah, there it is. Uh, if you regard his life, puts no one to search for him. You money can fetch him out alive, and no other existing powers don't deceive yourself and think the detectives can get him from us, for that is one imposable. 
and it's spelled impose a bell. You hear us, you hear from us in few days. And we're going to have this, this note posted on Instagram. It is so like when I started reading it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Cause he uses the wrong two in both contexts. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's so oh, bad, but yeah. So, so do you think they just kidnapped him, killed him? I'm I'm sure that was the case. Or did they actually try to keep him, and then after a week they either got scared or realized he wasn't going to pay him and just killed him? Well, they did it again. So I don't think that it was so much that they were like, oh, he's – like, we're scared. I think it was just, like, this kid is fucking annoying. Like, let's kill him and let's get money from somebody else and then just went about his day. What do you think – But I like the idea that he went out for a bank robbery so that he could buy food for <laughs> yes. Charlie – and then died doing the bank robbery. And Charlie's like, yeah, fake dad is going to come home with the food. No, he's not. No, did, he's not, Charlie. Did they have any information on what million, William Mosher, like what his life was like? What I didn't was look like? a lot. Of, I didn't look into him very much. I just found that. And I was like, this is satisfying. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd assume he's like obviously a bank robber and a kidnapper. He's probably got a lot more under under his belt. Oh, no, he's still alive. He survived. Right William here. Mosher is still alive. January 14th, 2020. William Orva Mosher, 27, was arrested on charges of first and second degree assault with a dangerous weapon with a sword. <laughs> yes, certainly. That's him, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, in 2020, that's definitely the same. Yes. <laughs> like 150 years later. That bank robbery made him Im immortal. <laughs> yeah, right? That's so weird. Yeah. What the fuck? But yeah, just did they find the other kid? kid? Uh, I think from, from I doubt it. No, probably I'm not. not. Sure. I didn't look into that one. I didn't give a shit. That wasn't That's, the first one. You're right. That wasn't the first documented. The first documented. Does it look like? With a does it look note? like I did more than like hours of research on this? Forget about it. I did <laughs> it does days like worth of research on this. Yeah, you should have done weeks. <laughs> yeah, certainly. <laughs> My God, I I love the idea that here's like, what's a good way to get money? Well, people have sold people for a while let's try that i mean they did 20 years ago yeah and this is great let's just bring that back yeah Ugh. i i feel like it's probably one of those things where as soon as they didn't get a response from the dad that was like oh here here's your twenty thousand dollars they were like yeah just fucking kill him like we'll just move on to the next one probably just buried him in the woods somewhere and we'll never find him yeah it's better that we save money on Neko candy. <laughs> you know, I so he was four, right? Yeah, four years old. I wouldn't be surprised if they just dropped him off at an orphanage. And Charlie just, said, just told him, "Hey, your, your name, new is name is this now. Richard." Yeah, Charlie Ross was. He lived. He grew old. He became Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yes, that was. You heard it here first, folks. All right, so you were almost so kidnapped by somebody my, with a checkbook. Uh, hold yeah, on, so hold on. Let me rephrase that. This is how that. I remember it. Okay, how old were you? Uh, phew, shit, man. I don't, I want to say I was probably like four or five. Okay. So that was like 45 years ago. Yeah. About 60 years ago. Okay. I'm perfect. about to retire. Get it together. Why do you think I'm doing this? I need yeah, money. Yeah. This is I your retirement. <laughs> so I, uh, I remember there was a guy and like, it, my sisters know better because they were older and they're able to like. We got to get them questions. on the show. Yeah. Right. Good luck. <laughs> um, but I remember he was in a red car and. He was just like, oh, yeah, like, I think he was a scam artist trying to, like, 
knock doors and get people to buy fucking checkbooks or something. And they were just bullshit checks people would sign. Well, it this would is be my great assumption now. If you if you try to sell checks to people, then you have to take down their account number well, and I'm their sure. routing number. In which case, you could just transfer the money. Mind you, this is the '90s, so everybody's just like, "Yeah, like cool, that's I a nice checks. check design, whatever." Like, I'm sure his his pitch was, "Yeah, you can write your own routing number on there." I don't know, but I remember. Like, going outside, we were like, oh, what are you selling? Whatever. And, like, he showed us, and I remember thinking, like, dude, if I get my hands on these, I am, like, endless rich. Oh, if because. I, yeah, I was a dumb kid. I was a, I was fucking four or five. Yeah, because you, can, you write just write a check. Yeah. You don't know about the account. So I'm over here just, like, if I get my hands on checkbooks, like, I'm, I'm rich, bitch. So he had gone around the corner down the street. And my sister was friends with the girl who lived at the house. So I was like, oh, like, I'm going to go grab my sister and we'll go from there. When I went over to their house, he's parked out front and he's like, hey, kid, hey. And I think he was like, did you ask your parents if they wanted these? I don't remember. But I do remember, like, leaning in to his car. Like, he had his window down. I was, like, leaning in. And, like, I was almost in his car. And I remember my sister ran out and she grabbed me. She's like, no, D. And I don't know if they called the cops or not, but uh, yeah, if they, if she hadn't come out of the house at that moment, your boy D would not be on this podcast, treating your ears to earfuls of fun. Earfuls of fun. (laughs) Weekly earfuls. Weekly earfuls. Yeah. I wish they had taken you. I was gonna say like I was a cute kid. I'm ugly as hell now, but I was was a cute little kid. Thick. Yeah, I, I. In the good way, not yeah. like we are now. Yeah. I, was, I was like a thick chocolate shake. Ooh, like Augustus <laughs> Goop. Uh, yeah, I don't remember it very well because I was so young, but I do remember the red car and him just being like kind of a sleazy weirdo. But my sister has more details on all of it. She just remembers all of it better. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I, I had, uh, I, I was thinking about you the other day because I had a dude walking down the street asking if we wanted pest control. Oh God, dude, never and again. It was really, really weird. I've never been solicited for that before. It's the worst, man. Like he, it, I he did not seem job. to give a shit. That was me. Yeah. Except I didn't solicit people. They would look at me and be like, "Oh God, like." We can tell that you're selling stuff because you've got a binder and you're in a fucking polo, shorts, and tall socks. This guy had a, and a I just fanny look, pack I just and a look polo, down yep. at the ground. I just look down at the ground like, oh, God, don't watch me while I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get rid of your pests. I'll send somebody over who will definitely get rid of your pests. Yeah, right. Oh. I'm sure you fucking scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. We should. We should just... Solicit our podcast Solicit our door podcast, to door. door, to no, door. I will never do door to door again. That was horrible. We should do e door to door. Oh, email oh. to email. <laughs> email. To, no, we should do email chains. Oh, Tag God. ten people. Jesus. Speaking of email, <laughs> or you'll get cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Send this to ten of your friends, or you'll never find the love of your life. <laughs> find your the love of your life tomorrow if you some, send this to 10 some people. guy in a miserable marriage is just like damn it <laughs> fuck i should have sent this when i was 16 i'm gonna do it now <laughs> i was too late then it won't be too late now i won't make that same mistake <laughs> i paid 
Um, you know, we're so as you probably know, we're going to be taking a little bit of time off. It's like a month, maybe. Yeah, something uh, like July thirteenth is when we come back. Yeah, a little so, over thirty days, thirty something. Yeah, whatever. so so stay tuned. Uh, listen to all the back catalog. This is your time to get caught up. To if reflect. You just started. And reflect protest. that you're wasting time. Please protest or donate. Um, uh, what else was there? I was going to talk peacefully. about something. Please peacefully. Please protest peacefully. But, you know, if you go to a website, there are a lot of websites out there that have some really good information. Hmm. I sent you one the other day. Did you? I don't yeah. Know. I didn't see it. Yeah, you did. That was like two weeks ago. Oh. It was like that's a week not ago. the other day. <laughs> I sent you one six months ago. <laughs> you know, about all those <laughs> about all those old books Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are those are a lot of fun. You can find a lot of great books from like the seventies and eighties that were written during and after protests and they have a lot of really good information on there, like how to make napalm. But don't use that. It's illegal. Yeah, don't read that one specifically. Yeah. Just skip read the that ones one. that are about making Definitely good stuff. Don't read the book Weapons of the American Underground. That was based on, <laughs> on schematics from the Black Panthers and a couple other groups. The FBI is now looking into us. Thank you for that, AJ. Oh, they were already looking into us. Yeah, that's fair. We talked about that last time. Your FBI agent was like, what the fuck was this one search? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, stay stay tuned. And stay safe, for sure. Yeah. Definitely Jesus. stay safe out there. If the world doesn't end in the next month, we'll be back. Yeah. We've been renewed. Our lawyer wants us to mention We've been 100% renewed. I might yeah. put out some stuff just on the feed. Not sure yet between, you know, between now and then. We're going to be working on like social media and we might have some Ugh, some more stuff Ugh, coming up. <laughs> and, you know, make sure you check out the merchandise store. We've had uh, actually way more people than I thought respond yeah, to that. Yeah, I was that. surprised so, like, on that one. Go check that out. Thank you. Thank you yes, to the people you. that did buy. So much. Um, oh, my God. We're... Not profitable, but we've made money. Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> it's weird. We've offset our costs by about 2-3%. <laughs> A whole 2%. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we really appreciate listening. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell uh, all your friends. What's that thing that I did like two weeks ago that I never mentioned again? Oh, yeah. On our Instagram, there's a link in the description that leads to two links. One to our podcast website and one to the merchandise store. Go to the podcast website and put in your email address. I'm not going to spam you. I'm not putting out a newsletter. But once I get, you know, a couple of emails in there, every once in a while I'll send out like discount codes or surveys just to say, hey, what do you guys think about this? What do you think we should do better? Stuff like that. Just to just to really bring in what you guys are interested in, bring you guys into how we create our content and, you know, just stuff like that just to make it better for you. And we'll read it. And not apply any of that knowledge. Exactly. And just know that we saw it. We saw you. We feedback. saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for for listening. Thanks for the three thousand downloads. Yeah. Thanks for as this season. ends. That's for sure. That's a g- great season. Our first season ended. What were we at at the end of season one? Like eight hundred. Eight hundred or something. But yeah, thanks for uh, a good couple of months. We'll never see you again. I mean, this you guys is, didn't see us this the first is D- time. Signing off. <laughs> My contract is ended. Ah, what contract? <laughs> You're, I signed away the rights to your voice. Yeah, that's a good point. All but, right. Uh, catch us July 13th. We'll see you suckers later.